Welcome to NFT Offer. It's Monday. We are uh, going to be talking about NFTs today, as you probably know. Um, one thing I learned over the weekend, definitely wasn't web-free based, is, is if you want to maintain the integrity of a relationship, don't ever play Monopoly. Like that shit, will, <laughs> that shit will tear your relations up, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, shit, I didn't know my girlfriend was so competitive. And I hadn't even played it for like fucking ages either. I like, I mean, like years. So, um, yeah, basically, we played like we've been meaning to play like Monopoly. It was like this Star Wars Monopoly game, and uh, she got wrecked. I mean, there's no other way to put it. You know, I just laid it down on her. You know, you know, the board was uh, thrown everywhere, and <laughs> it means she's competitive. Like that's what I was like. Fair play to her. She's fucking competitive. So that's exactly the type of girl that I want. So. Jay, how was your weekend? Yeah, all good, busy. Great way to learn uh, financial responsibility, Monopoly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. The temptation to cheat is just is strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to go back and play again. I don't know if it's a wise decision. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do a different board game. But uh, yeah, we'll see it. Right, let's have a look. So. There's not actually too much on with regard to news and updates and stuff like that. When you look at Decrypt and stuff, so we draw our news headlines from a bunch of sites. Uh, one of them is Decrypt, and we look at the number of updates that they've had in terms of headlines and developments. And it's been, over the last 10 days, it's been relatively dead. So there's only been like one headline specifically just about uh, Dead Mouse um, development. I'm used to seeing a lot more headlines, but we'll go over those. We'll react to those accordingly. Um... Apparently, Elon Musk crypto statue, $600,000 crypto statue fell flat on its face. Have you read that one? Yeah, but did you see what it was? No. Oh, did so, it literally fall flat on its face? No, no, no. So, the guys that created Elon Goat, the coin, the crypto coin, oh, they're yeah. the ones that got a, got a custom made and they were dropping it to the Tesla um, manufacturing plant in Austin, hoping that he would accept the type of a thing and that would be them getting the stamp of approval from Ah. What happened in the end? Did they not... Uh... They haven't managed to give it to him yet. He hasn't responded to them. Yeah, that's definitely a market employer, isn't it? It's like, yeah, they don't give a shit about Elon, they just care about their coin. Yeah. A $600,000 monument. So basically what we're looking at is just like a stainless steel rocket with a goat with like a 3D prism on it. I don't think it doesn't look like $600,000. Maybe they're getting ripped off. If it's a, it looks like a real rocket, to be honest with you. It looks like an operating one. I could be wrong there. All right, let's have a look. Let's have a look at the Friends, the website, first of all. And then... Uh... I was actually thinking, I was walking my dog today and I was like, if there was um, like a, a Macy's Day... Not Macy's Day Parade, that's what we're going to talk about in a minute. But if there was... Um, a V Friends Series 3, would anyone buy it? I don't think the answer is no. In fact, I'm going to find out. I'm going to do a tweet about this because I meant to do it earlier, but I haven't done it. Because if you think about it, in terms of like, because like, there was a conversation about, you know, given the aspect of royalties now and, uh, you know, royalties are a major part. Well, this was before like these, you know, um, these uh, marketplaces bowed down to royalties and were, were enforcing them. What would you do? And I think that the project dev, uh, Gary, um, 
he um, he said, well, I probably have to release another more se- couple of series, you know, a series three or something like that. And it dawned upon me, I was like, actually, series two is kind of like five series in one, if you think about it, given the token count. And it's like, so, um, yeah, I don't know if that would be a good idea or not. Probably not. Oh, I love the way you think no one would buy a series three tomorrow if we dropped it. I, well... Well, here's the thing. Do you do you think so? Because the thing is, the VF two's on the floor, a two point two nine, which is like three hundred forty dollars. So if he released a series three and he was asking what like a thousand dollars, how much? How much was spent on wine on Friday because he done a rare robot sale? I don't know how much was spent on wine. Didn't you send me over figures? Two hundred and fifty cases. So like, even if if they just sold the two hundred and fifty cases. And they were six hundred dollars for a case. Whoa! That's one hundred and fifty grand. On wow! Line. So they only made two hundred and fifty cases, but they sold them by the three, six, and twelve. So twelve is a case, obviously. Twelve is a bit more of a discount than three or six. Wow! wow. Fair, enough. Fair enough. Let me do a, a quick poll. If the friends, what should we call it? Uh, token count. Should we add token count series? Was dropped tomorrow. Would you buy? Would you buy it? Would you buy one? Probably. I don't think they released who won the, the raffles for the the rare robots, did they? I didn't see anything. I don't know. I haven't kept up with that, to be honest. Um... Yeah, I just see a post saying that they contacted them via email. So, tell us about the raffle again. So, there was only 250 cases of the wine made, and what they done was they raffled off um, a VF1 rare robot to people that bought a case of 12, and then two VF2s to the people who bought the cases of 6 and cases of 3, or boxes of 3 and 6. So, VF2s, he said that he would give a better rarity rarer one for the, the case of six than the three but originally he wasn't going to do one for the three he was like oh, i'm only doing it for the six and the twelve and someone asked about it on on the, the live stream so he changed his mind and he said he'd add in it, one for the three fair mm. so like if you bought a case that was six hundred dollars you were getting a raffle ticket into potentially getting a rare robot vf1 as well did you buy any no i was tempted but no i thought that wrong I know better than buying a raffle ticket that's that expensive. <laughs> yes, but, so true. <laughs> but I was still tempted to do it. I didn't do it, but I was tempted. Mm. Considering the the box of three empathy wine that I bought last year is still sitting in my cousin's house in the States. What's the resale value on that at the moment? I don't know. You know I'll worry about that in 10 years. Yeah, true. Empathy wine.
So we'll um, let's have a look what it's sold for. Completed items. An empty bottle sold for £26 from the States. That's all that's been sold. So I think a lot of people are hodling. Anyway, let's have a look at the, uh, the most recent blog. So the most recent blog is the four steps to vote for V Friends of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Let's have a quick look at that. You get one general public vote, which usually if you're quick enough, you get uh, an airdrop 10 FT. I managed to do that. Um, if you have... Yeah, go on, mate. The announcement that they, they put that on hold today. Really? Um, because it was being bought. Yeah. Um, don't know who tweeted it out. It might have been Andy or V Friends. I'll have a look and see if I can find it. Good eye, man. If you own a VFriends series, do you get an additional vote? Each token is worth, so make sure you connect your wallet and help bring VFriends to your prey. No, thank you. <laughs> Definitely not doing that. <laughs> Here are the uh, four steps. There. Did you connect, Jay? Just use the burner. Oh, fair. So, so like that, I just used my Coinbase wallet that's on my phone that I didn't realize was on my phone. But there's nothing in it. How do you feel about the Connect wallet thing? Yeah, look, I'm the same as you. Like, look, I don't have kind of as much as what some other people have in their in their wallets. But like you always say, how long would it take you to get back what you have? Like, it'd probably take me a second, a year or two. Mm. So, you know. Yeah, look, I'd be be very, very annoyed with myself if I connected to something and I lost a load of shit. I wonder if Gary V connects his wallets. I bet he doesn't. I bet he doesn't. He was. I actually listened to one of the podcasts. I think it was the last podcast, the one that you previously listened to about the way he has his wallets, which is the way I have my wallets. Which is when it comes to my vaults, I have them on separate terminals like computers. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, and I was like, bro, this guy definitely, he's not going to go to the closet or wherever the fuck he keeps his laptops, drag him out, then he's going to get his ledger, then he's going to connect it in. Just to connect a claim for something, it just doesn't feel right. Considering he's got like, I think he's got like over 1,500 NFTs in, in at least one of the vaults anyway, so. Well, do you think he voted on the Macy's thing? What Great the- question, man. Fuck, I don't know. Probably not, I would say. I think he's smarter than, than, than um, what we... Imagine him that clicking <laughs> the wrong link. Yeah. Mm. Great question, man. I bet he didn't. I bet he didn't. Um, if, if he didn't, why is he asking everybody else to do it? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I, I don't actually... I think it's just a fallacy within the technology currently. I don't think... Because it's not... It's not on a VFriends initiative. It's Macy's, isn't it? And I, I wonder when they're going to address that, if they're going to address that. Um... And I think they're deliberately ignoring that as well because they know they've got no solutions for it. So it'd be interesting to see how that all comes out. Um, the other thing is, uh, one thing I find out, so I am going to do a tweet on like how to set up. So this system costs like 400, 500, 6, 7, like 800 pounds for this, like um, plus probably 900 pounds plus the headphones, which I already had, right? In my opinion, great, uh, like, uh, great investment for like something under a thousand pounds to get set up for in terms of like sound quality. Problem: There's two specific problems. This fucking mic boom, uh, the blue one, is 
has a manufacturing fault. So like loads of people, there's been videos back at, since like back in like 2019 of people complaining about the fact that this mic boom likes to be very stiff so, so that it always moves around. So I did reach out to them. The other thing is, is that there's this whole thing about uh, the Rode Procaster, which is just a mixer. It's, pr- it's pretty dope, um, to be fair. And uh, just about the... Um, you can't like there's a new one out it's like came out this year or something called the Rodecaster 2 and it doesn't have a plug to plug in your phone into that Rodecaster so you have to connect to it through bluetooth so i connected on like during our last show i connected via bluetooth and um it sounded fucking terrible didn't it yeah i literally yeah. i went back and listened to it i was like jesus christ man it sounds worse than my uh, my beats headphones when i'm on bluetooth so, um, so that's the other thing. So I'm going to do a, a thread about that. I'm going to get into to writing some threads and stuff when I'm back to full health. So I still got this flow email. Um, reminds me about email somebody. Okay. So tip Macy's Genesis NFT. You also own extra votes, blah, blah, blah. You own. Yeah, I remember the rarity ratings of like the Macy's Parade. Like people pay big bucks for these Macy's NFTs. I remember last year. I remember exactly where I was last year. Um, I was going to try and bid on these, but um, I'm glad that I didn't as well. And that's it. That's it from uh, from the actual um, from the blog. Let's have a look at VF1. Let's see what's going on there. Yeah. So uh, that announcement was from Andy in the Discord. Uh, two hours ago. Unfortunately, Macy's announced yesterday that they detected bot mining exploits on the public free mint um, and have paused the public free vote for now. I wonder what the solution is for that. Because what do you do? Reset the vote or like, I don't know, throw the bots out? Yeah, I don't know. So they're doing the Discord stage at 4 p.m. Eastern um, where they're going to walk people through how to how to do the vote. Um, in their discord the interesting thing is is that there's actually nothing to gain financially from this is there i'm led to believe just the, just the exposure of getting a balloon in the parade now, yeah smart, I, would, I would have assumed that because v friends did the launch of their toys with them as a partner that that would have been their into the parade anyway that's a good point because he was asked about it, you know, would we see uh, a V-Friends float this year? And he said, no, it was too late to do this year. Mm. So I also wouldn't be surprised if they, the five projects that are in this vote, if there's enough votes that they turn around and go, oh, well, look, we're just going to put them all in. Uh, the other thing is, I, I, yeah, I definitely get that. I, um... It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because there's no other collabs been with like Boss Beauties or Subducks that I'm aware of, unless you know. No, like Boss Beauties do collabs with everything. Um, like they're fucking massive. Mm. Like they've got, they've got a deal signed with Marvel and everything. Yeah, I heard about that. They have a talent agency and everything they've signed with. They've done stuff with Hugo Boss. They've done stuff with um, Rocket Rolling Stone. Like they've they've done so much. I just commend the enthusiasm, though, that the extent the song would go to to like they're not they're not botting 
the vote for any gain for themselves. They're voting for the fact that they, well, maybe, you know, maybe, you know, pump the floor. And then if you get, if you get an NFT in, in the, uh, it's more of a intermediate to long-term play, you know, if you're botting a vote so that you get the, the Macy's float in the parade and then people will see that and, and recognize it accordingly. But yeah, man, I reckon it's been botted from every single collection or token holder. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Crazy man, people live in NFT world are fucking weird, right? Okay, uh, bad intentions is still on the floor. This thing's been on the floor for the last like week 5.74 ETH, um, still on offer 6,685. Uh, let's have a look at the activity, see if there's any. There's no spectaculars on the floor, or well, rares, you know, rare, extra rare. Was it rare, extra rare? I always get that fucked up. Where is it? Yeah, rare, super rare. Is it rare, super rare? Very rare. Very rare. rare. Yeah, I need to get like a post-it note for that. Very rare, rare, very rare, and then uh, epic, isn't it? And then specs. Yeah. So none of those on the floor. There were some crazy bargains that were had previously, but probably compared to the floor price right now, they're probably not very, very good bargains. Gift goat sold for 14 grand. Bubblegum, froghorn, frog. Forgiving Horn Frog, 11, 6. Clever Crocodile in Epic, 8,300. And Innovative Impala, 12,800. Uh, that's uh, Bubblegum as well. Boss Bobcat, 12,800. Bashful Blowfish yeah. in Lava, 11,600. So I know Mohit was selling, um, he sold, a, or he was selling a car for 5.25. I can't remember what it was now. Give me a sec. Going to that. Um, the Zestful Zebra so he was looking for 5.25 for that so I don't know what it is I think that probably would have been on a trust trade though wouldn't it so he probably wouldn't have paid the royalties yeah. and that's probably why it's at that yeah. price and I can't I can't even for the life of me work out yeah so it would be like 0.5 0. 0.57 saving wouldn't it if it's 10% yeah. plus platform fees which is 12% so or 12 and a half isn't it yeah. uh, wild good to see you mate um, we're currently talking about uh, just VF1s what the floor is at the moment what's been selling some relatively good bargains especially compared to like I always bear in mind that that three-horned Harpic that sold for like 300000 or $290,000 that was a spec to Logan Paul for a reef offer it was like this time last year I think it was this time this year maybe maybe November I can't remember uh, V Friends Series 2 let's have a look Just as we've been speaking, 0.29, 337, the bubbly buzzard in a competitive pose, um, which is the mindful meadow background. I think moving forward, if I'm going to be picking up any, since they're so cheap, if I've got um, the um, ability to choose, then I'm going to be looking at definitely classic poses and stuff like that, just off the back of like when it comes to IP rights and what, 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 uh, what tokens are, are most likely to be seen by the general public because the way that the, for example, the resting poses were uh, received were like, you know, people are like, what's this about? So, and I think the general public will probably have the same sentiment. So there's like three of them. Basically, it's just ones with their eyes open. That's just for me. That's where I'm at. I'm like, maybe the like there's a manifesting pose, which is kind of like, you know, cogs, you know, it's like someone, in the, you know, they're thinking. I think it's manifesting. Let's have a look strategic pose so is the strategizing 
Let's have a look at the activity. These are, we're like, a, this is like all time lows as well, by the way. Um, activity. I'm going to send you across a link of a guy who's been absolutely cleaning up on VF2. Really? Like over the past month, like every other day, like he bought a gift go yesterday uh, for an eat, I think, or a couple of days ago. And then uh, a very lucky black cat the other day for two and a half. Like hands. Sounds like he's been listening to our advice. Good man or woman. <laughs> yeah, send it over, man. Resilient Red Devil. So this is one of the 15 characters, $2,154. So there's an indication of what those are going for at the moment. I don't know if these, these 15 characters are going to be any more special than the other characters, uh, than the other 260-something or another. Um, Balanced Beetle in Resting Pose, $349. Wild Wallaby in $335. Two brilliant barbs. Wow, that was a quick flip. That doesn't make sense at all. So, brilliant barb was picked up at 334 and then was sold for 1164. These are in a resting pose. Um, has there been any value or value prop actually deployed across the brilliant barb? Has there only been any announcements or anything like that? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. The only thing that he said on the, the live stream the other day was about evolving poses. And he was like, it will matter having your VF1 and the evolving pose of it. But he was like, oh, I don't want to keep kind of fake pumping stuff, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. So he's like, I don't want to say anymore. Yeah. I, I think those days of like pumping and hype are pretty much over um, for V friends just because of the, the, just the recklessness that occurred, like just the, the buy behavior of, like, it wasn't even, I wouldn't call it panic buying, but um, so I'm just looking at that wallet. I, I think they're definitely collection offers, he must be doing collection offers because yeah. you know, the option on because what he's doing or she is doing is um. They're buying into a burner wallet and then they're immediately sending it to a vault. So, yeah. and the uh, just for our listeners, like you can just when you buy or deploy an off, uh, when you buy, when you when you buy, you definitely can. Yeah, uh, I think when you, I think also when you deploy offers, you can also, yeah, I think you can do that. I don't know actually. Yeah. Fuck, I <laughs> squared in his vault as well. Oh, really? Yeah, bought for seven, seven wrapped eat. Eesh. wild guess wild guess so um, yeah basically anyway when you buy you can actually buy and then send that that bought NFT to a, a predestined address or whatever so you can like buy into buy with one wallet so you can have currency in one wallet and say I want to buy this and instead of sending it to the wallet that you're buying with you can just uh, put down the wallet that you want it to be sent to. That way, I mean, it was a problem. It was more of a problem last year, not last year, earlier this year when before we merged over to ETH2 or whatever because gas prices, you know, it cost like $7 every time you wanted to send something. But now it's about a dollar. So you'd save out on, on the gas of, of sending your uh, NFT. Okay. 
By the way, Jay, how am I sounding? By the way, because I, I perfect, yeah. yeah, perfect. Right, okay. Come on, man. Vcon tickets. This is our favorite collection. I'm telling you. This is, I promise. This is the best one. Point one seven, which is. I think we should keep a track of this one. Let's see if it pumps. Uh, it either pump or it will go down further. Well, I don't know. I don't. You do think when you think, oh, once some context gets deployed across it with regard to like a Snoop Dogg announcement, you do wonder what's going to happen to this price because it's pretty low already. It's like two hundred and four dollars for point one seventy. Let's have a look at the activity. So close to the VF one floor it does make you wonder. And no, one, two, four, five. So about six a day. Between four and six a day are being picked up on the VCOM tickets. Empathy, uh, let's have a look at book games. Empathy, drink it, is the bubblegum. Uh, Black frame is $108. Uh, let's have a look at the activity. This has been sold. Yeah, they range from like. So the rainbow frames are commanding a relatively high price, one fifty-seven. So we know that the book games exchange is going to get updated on the first of December. Yeah, you just said December. You didn't say the fourth. Right. Okay. Hmm. I think it, it'll probably be like a flash announcement and then fastest fingers. I, I think that's when people will actually want to burn their tokens. But then again, I don't have stats for the books game exchange, so I don't really know what rate everything's burning at. I know for definite, there's definitely still some some NFTs on there. Yeah. Uh, humility is delicious. Was that a cosmic frame? Is it galaxy frame? Galaxy. Yeah, one twenty nine. Can't really see. Kino Koala, $1,800. Uh, yeah, so they another one, $1,775. Uh, um, yeah, so really, nothing really interesting, to be honest. Some have gone for like $90 right on the floor, I think. I don't know whether these are offers. I don't even know how to tell if these are offers either. You can't make offers on book games. Got you. On the token So I'd probably suspect that these have been botted then. So you'd say, you'd you'd throw your bot in. You'd like, um, you would produce a bot or um, create one and you'd say anything below $90, just automatically buy in. Another one sold for $13. That was definitely a mistake or a hack. Uh, Patience helps you get fed. Uh, it was sold for $13. Um, that was probably a mistake. Probably wanted to put it up for 130 or maybe $132. All right, let's move on. Top 100. Bases at number one. 72.85 ETH. This was a good price when they went all the way down to like 57, 56. They're now climbing back up again. Incredibly bullish. CryptoPunks at number two. Macy, you name your club. Uh, they were down to like 9.8 ETH. They're now up to 14.18. Uh, Other Deeds is at uh, 1.29 at number four. The Memes by 6529. That's Punk 6529. Don't really know too much about that project. Death Beef is at number six. That's probably must be a new release, but I don't know. 70 floor on that. Board Ape Kennel Club at number seven. Clonex at number eight. 
90 floor on the clone X. Valhalla, 0.52. I think we didn't we do some notes on Valhalla? No, this rarely road, wasn't it? We'll go back yeah. to that. Let's make sure we have I think it was uh, Dano, I think, knew a little bit about Valhalla. Yeah. So then number nine, Azuki's at 10. Uh, Moonbird's at 12. Not really anything. ENS is at 18. Sandbox is at 19. And the Potatoes is at number 20, which was uh, a 9-gag or meme land project. Let's have a look at Eve. $1,161. It's down, uh, down 4.5 ETH. Over the last day, over the last week, it's up 4%. Over the last month, it's down 25%. So I think it's slowly tracking upwards or trending upwards. Let's have a look at Solana, our favorite. It's not really. I think Polygon's our favorite. Well, it's definitely mine. Uh, 13.18, it's down 8% over the last day. It's up 11%, just under 12% over the last week. It's still down 58% over the last month. Polygon. I can't wait to see what these prices are going to be like next year for Poly. This time next year. Uh, once these projects start actually doing something, you know, like Starbucks and stuff. Has Starbucks Odyssey been released yet? I feel like it was supposed to be releasing this time. Does anyone know? I think so. Anyway. Uh, 0.81. Was that 81 cents? It's down 5.5% over the last day. It's up 2% over the last week. And it's down 13% over the last month. So if we look at the Lucky Trader Index over the last... It always defers, doesn't it? It always... There we go. It's down nothing over the last day. It's up 13% over the last week. Uh, it's 39.71 ETH index value. So relatively stagnant over the last week. Over the last month, it's down 2%, which again is relatively stagnant, which is good to see. At least it's not trending you know, incredibly um, so far downwards. Right, let's have a look at the news. In a national statement delivered by the Bahamas, uh, Attorney General Ryan Pinder, uh, he's the Attorney General, uh, stated that it was extremely regrettable the FTX CEO, John Ray III, misrepresented the time, the timely action taken by the Securities Commission and used inaccurate allegations. So everyone's just pointing the finger at each other, basically, at the moment. Um so they go on, the speech of which uh, the Securities Commission was able to move was remarkable uh, by any standard. So that's that's a statement that they put out. Basically, they were saying the amount of time that it took for um, the Securities Commission to react was not um, quick enough. And that was the criticism that uh, the new CEO of FTX was making. And they're countering that. Um, we know that assets were moved. That this is, and, and in order to safeguard the... the um, the investors or attempt to, they moved a bunch of assets after freezing the FTX, freezing FTX assets. But then there was a crossover between like a hack. So it was like, I, I don't even know the differentiation between what was hacked and what was, what was frozen and consequently moved by the authorities. Um, 
FTX had said it had credible evidence that the Bahamian uh, government is responsible for directing unauthorized access to debtors' systems for the purpose of obtaining digital assets and debtors. They also said former CEO Sam Bankman-Fried was trying to undermine the U.S. Chapter 11 uh, bankruptcy case by tying up assets in the Bahamas. So it's just like a load of shit. You know, like, it's just like a shit show. Um, <clears throat> be glad, I'll, I'll be glad when it's all straightened out. Coinbase is strengthening its European leadership position despite turbulent market conditions. The new hires come after Coinbase shares hit an all-time low. So historically, we've seen like Coinbase actually um, cut their workforce. Like earlier back in June, uh, they cut their workforce by like 18%. They let go 1,100 employees. And then earlier in November, they laid off another further um, 60 employees. And so now... Um, they are now hiring or they've now done hires in Europe. So I wonder how many people they've actually hired. So that's interesting to see. Founders of Consensus, they're the people that have developed uh, that developed MetaMask. Um, so look. Uh, clarified in in a thread, misunderstandings uh, in a in a tweet thread, misunderstandings surrounding the updated privacy policy explaining Infura does not exploit exploit nor monetize data. So we saw this last week about um, MetaMask was going to take down or the, a bolt on Infura was going to take down your IP address every time you did a transaction. It was just this big long tweet, which was quite technical to be honest with you. I didn't really understand it. Uh, I just want to know. Are you going to take down my IP address? That's all I really need to know. Uh, I don't really know. You need to know how that works. I just need to know if you're going to take that, those details and under what circumstances. So, Jay, did you read that tweet? Yeah, I read it, but I didn't go into the, whole, the technical side. No, I didn't yeah, get it. That's, it. It looks like that that's what they're doing, um, that they're just basically taking note of every kind of transaction, all the details, um, and just going to store them. doesn't say that they're going to use them or not use them, but I'm sure... They're not using them now, but that's not to say that they... That's exactly. Play. That's the other thing. Is like, do I believe them? Do you believe them? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's quite hard to to believe um, industries at the moment. What's that? It was the same with Facebook back in the day until Google Analytics came out or whatever that Cambridge Analytics was, not it? Yeah. Until they came out and said, oh, yeah, no, we've... They've been selling all your data to us and we've been selling it to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Until that happened, nobody knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I think when it comes to privacy, confidence is relatively low when it comes to institutions like this. So I'm like, yep, okay, fine, fair enough. FTX collapse continues to have global ramifications after the government of Singapore faces tough questions over its failure to protect retail investors. Uh, I did read into this. Where are my notes? No, I don't have any notes on it. Have you got any notes on this, Jay? Uh, not on Singapore, but did you see BlockFi? And now bankruptcy there an hour ago. Really? No, I didn't see that. Um, so they're um, a crypto lending platform, and they've announced that they're they're uh, they're going bankrupt now due to the FTX fallout. Wow! It's on it's on the crypto send it across. Contagion continues. Where did you see that? The crypto. Wow. Yeah, I think news feeds are relatively crypto heavy at the moment, given the situation with FTX. Um, I look forward to them returning to like NFTs. Um, they're just much more fun. Um, yeah. Let's have a look at this Solana. Uh, 
Yeah, okay, fine. It's not really worth talking more about. Hyped Mint Clanosaurs covered over 170k in volume in its first couple of days, trading the 10k supply collection price range between 20 and 32 sol, which uh, with the reveal coming tomorrow. So there was um, some controversy over this um, release last week, just about uh, Dow getting a whitelist or something like that. Um, I don't know what the hype is about this. Uh, you know, again, I don't understand the hype around these these uh, um, these projects. Like when you go to their website, their website literally looks like a rugged. It literally looks like a scam website. Honestly, it just says Clanosaurs coming soon. Connect your wallet. Honestly, that's what it says. So I don't know, man. I'm 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 clearly missing the point here. I need some clarity on it. Um, there's 50 of my other dear friends that are, that are currently following this project. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they're forcing you through to the Discord. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But no context at all. Let's have a look and then see what the floor price is at, at the moment with this. Am I going mad, Jay, when it comes to this? When you look on a website and you think, well, there's nothing, I've just got to connect to the website and then, you know. No, I think you're just being cautious. Lately, so get the amount of scan. Let me like connect this. to this. Let me see. Can't even connect to it. Can't even select your wallet. Man, we have some proper DJs in this space, bro. <laughs> like, how can you, like, why would you ape into this? I don't know. But like that, it's, it's like the tweet you put out the other day when you're going, so would you buy a project off an unlocked me? And someone put up, yeah, last year I would have. Mm. Um, and like, look, people that are doing it, they're only trying to quick flip. They're not trying to buy it and hold it for 10, 20 years. It's, you know, always oh, there's a possibility of making a few quid here and getting loot. That's, that's all anyone's interested in that stuff. Yeah. Anyway, and finally, YouTube crypto influencer BitBoy sparked heated debate within the Solano ecosystem by claiming the blockchain paused so that Alameda Research could brute force transactions. These accusations were refuted by Solana founder's head of communications, Austin Federa. Well, maybe we'll see some more context to that. Anyway, we, we just see a lot of contagious um, news headlines around FTX. And uh, we just welcome back because, like, obviously, this is an NFT show. Is Well, it's Web3, to be honest with you, but. Um, does it have a strong emphasis on cryptocurrency? No. And so we welcome the conversation about more web-free um, topics that are not cryptocurrency-based. you see that uh, you are facing another lawsuit again? Really? Um, so Scott and Scott, um, a consumer rights firm, has uh, launched an investigation. They want to determine whether Yuga Labs are certain of its officers, directors, promoters, and corporate insiders violated federal securities law. Where is that? Where did you see that? Uh, NFT Plaza. I'll send it across NFT to Plaza? Yeah. I'll send it across to you. Basically, like, insiders trading, basically. That's what it reads, anyway. Let's have a look. 
I think you sent me that site before, but I never pinned it to my... Yeah, I just sent you the direct link. Um, yeah, it's like it's a good one for... like They always have, you know, five or six things every day. Oh, yeah, I remember seeing this, actually. Uglabs, it's now Uglabs. Scott and Scott, I remember that. I think it's a class action lawsuit. It's different from the SEC investigation, isn't it? Like the law firm encourage anyone who bought Uglabs assets suffered. Yes, yeah, so it's like a roll call, isn't it? Some probably Uglabs assets. Yeah, where did I see that? I did see that. I think this is a different one to the one that was announced like a couple of months ago. No, I, I mean in my. Hold on. I mean, in my um, in my emails, I thought I did see it somewhere. You got. So it's different from the one back in July, did you say? Because I'm looking at an article from the 25th of July that says, the law firm Scott & Scott alleges that Yuga Labs promoted a chance at huge returns on investment to unsuspecting investors. A proposed class action lawsuit alleges Yuga inappropriately induced um, the community to buy Board Ape Yacht Club non-fungible tokens and the project's affiliated ApeCoin. So the, the one from two days ago was saying the law firm has encouraged anyone who bought Yuga's assets and suffered a heavy loss to come forward. Uh, um, so I think it's, yeah, it, it's similar, but I don't think it's the same thing. No. So it's like they're looking for another angle, maybe. It might be the same um, lawsuit, but maybe kind of two different angles is what they're... That makes sense. Mm. I think it would hit a bit different. I, I think there's there are many opportunists uh, opportunists in Web three looking to make a buck through any means, including suing other projects. I wonder if it's a legitimate uh, complaint. I think when it comes down to, it, I think that um, when SEC making a complaint about it, then it's like, well, this definitely means something. Yeah. Um, Oh, that, um, whatever it was called, 
Brilliant Barb, the one that sold for 1100 or 1200 Somebody just tweeted about it and said, this is why you don't make offers when you're drunk or, t- or tired, I think. Probably tired and drunk, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, so it was a mistake to pay for that, she said. have a look at the newsletter for this week due to the effects of the FTX collapse NFT protocol Metaplex we already know that they've laid off their staff um Industry expresses confidence in the FTX space amid the FTX collapse. Despite troubles brought about, the FTX demarco NFT industry players continue to have hope in the space. Several people working in the space to ask about their perspective. (laughs) Of course they're going to fucking say that shit. (laughs) We're going to the moon, baby. (laughs) You need to go to the moon. (laughs) So this is what they said. So... (laughs) Industry expresses confidence in the NFT. The industry expresses confidence in the NFT space amid the FTX collapse. Despite the troubles brought about by the FTX debacle, NFT industry players continue to have hope in the space. Coin Telegraph spoke to several people working in the space to ask about their perspective on how the space will recover from the bear market. Oscar Franklin Tan, an executive at uh, Engine, our dear friends, says the space will stabilize. Fair enough. So if it's a, if it's a professional. Um, such as this, then I, I definitely get that. But like speaking to some random investor who's going to be like, yeah, well, everything's gravy, man. You're going to need it to be gravy because you're financially invested in it, right? So Oscar Tan, executive at uh, NFT platform Engine, believes that this is not a fair summary. Speaking to Cointelegraph, Tan said that while NFTs were used, other items could also be used. It has nothing to do with the NFT technology and more to do with the loophole for the Bahamas users, he noted. Admittedly, there was a lot of hype and excessive, excessive, excessive exuberance for some models, but this is true with all new technologies. The NFT space is sure to stabilize and consolidate around the strongest communities. That then we will see a second generation of smarter, more sustainable NFT models. Definitely, definitely agree with that. Mm. <clears throat> Disney bring back uh, Bog, uh, Bob, Bog. Bob Iger, uh, CEO, he's the crypto uh, connection. Bob Iger, known as the Metaverse backer, has returned as CEO of Disney to replace Bob Chapek. The executive is known within the crypto space after working with digital avatar platform uh, Genies. Disney are just going to hit hard either way, man. They are such a juggernaut. It'd be interesting to see how it all unravels. We saw them on board with Vive last year. Do you remember that? It was like, I think the first thing was like yeah. a Mickey hat. 
and then they had the golden Mickey statue that's it. where he was holding. Yeah. Stuff. And that was selling for like five grand. I pulled a Goofy on the second drop and that was selling for like four or five. Uh, four or five thousand dollars. I haven't. I don't not do it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I think probably the, the two brands I'm most excited about joining Web3 are Disney and uh, Pokemon. Chairman. Imagine Pokemon integrating something into Pokemon Go. Yeah. But I, like I said, I want the first editions. Like, I'm like they're going to have to do it properly. Like, if they, I can only imagine that they're obviously going to do an NFT, NFT version of their collectible cards or characters because that's obviously what they were built on initially. I actually think the collectible cards actually came before um, the cartoon. I think that that's the, that's the way around that they did it. Let's see. You had Pocket Monsters was ninety five, ninety ninety five, I think. Yeah. And um, which is what it was called before it was Pokemon. So like they're the Japanese cards, um, that you can get that are quite quite expensive, um, and then you had the first editions were until ninety eight, I think. You think that the game the Game Boy game come out first? I think that might have been in ninety eight, ninety nine. I wonder when they're gonna well, I wonder when they're gonna release and what they're gonna onboard with. So I reckon they're on board with Polygon and then I reckon they'll release either next year or the year after. How oh, Disney said sometime. So the Game Boy games were ninety six. So the first edition cards, like your first edition Charizard was until ninety nine, I think. Really? Pocket Master cards were out in '95. When was the cartoon out? '97. I didn't know the game. I remember playing the Game Boy game. I never knew that it came out. the The cartoon came out before. Uh, oh, sorry, after game. the Game Boy game. Yeah, love that Game Boy game. Simulate real world according to the fucking Did you read the article on uh, Crapopolis? I didn't. I didn't mean to read it. You sent me those other ones. I read those just on the paintings and thing. I actually forgot to read that one. What is the Cryptopolis thing? That's the one that's your buddy from uh, Rick and Marty, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Dan, Dan Harden, is that him? Yeah. Um, so they're doing... Um, they're doing, uh, is it crap chickens they're releasing? Um, 
so apparently they're going to be um, the release of those and there'll be some super rare NFTs in that collection that will be the keys to Coropopolis and like the rarest ones of those um, are in with a shot of having their character and assuming in the finale episode of the season it's done through like um, did they say what they were doing a scavenger hunt or something like that how is uh because cryptopolis is actually out on netflix right now isn't it i think yeah i think so how is it being rated because that's the only thing it's going to come down to is like how good is the project the show is the yeah is the show yeah i'm not sure um they've got a good cast yeah they do have you watched any of it i haven't I'm just looking at the cast there. Have you watched it? No. I imagine it's kind of like very kind of family guy type of stuff, is it? Must be. They actually have a lot of cartoons under their belt. Solar Opposites, The Great North. It's not out till next year. Paradise PD. F is for family. And it's going to be on Fox. So it's not even Netflix. Cost the series they've called. Yeah, risky, mate. Because this is like you could run a pilot and then it, it's not well received. And usually the people that are watching it are not going to be NFT or Web3 enthusiasts. <laughs> they're just going to be general public. And they're like, well, you know, I don't, yeah. If, they don't, if it's no good, then it's no good. Yeah, I also saw that um, patent by uh, Mastercard. Mastercard Crypto Secure. Crypto transaction monitoring software providing cryptocurrency information and risk uh, risk assessment services. So like I said, this is like huge news. Like I think amongst all the other bullshit news that we've got about this FTX thing, it's just taking it away. It's taking the, the excitement or sheen off of news like this. Um, and then there was also Home Depot as well. Had Foilands as well for NFT stuff as well. All getting ready for next year, no doubt. Yeah. I think, like I said, the most interesting thing about these patent registrations is the fact that there, well, there, there certainly is guidance. There's a lot more guidance in, um, in the crypto world, in cryptocurrency world, than there is in NFT world. But just the fact that there's barely any guidance on. So mix a lot. Reebok, NFT back media, virtual footwear, headwear, sports equipment. So everyone's onboarding. I wonder what, again, it's the first question is, is what are they onboarding with? So what, what are they looking to do? So virtual footwear, headwear, sports equipment, retail stores with virtual goods, online marketplaces for NFT back goods. Um, and then the second thing is, is what, what blockchain are you going to use? Which I think everyone is just going to use Polygon. Uh, well, that's what I was about to say. So did you see the other article about Uquid? No. 
So Euclid is basically um, it's like a Web3 retailer. So like they basically do kind of all your standard kind of Web3 stuff. It's like a big kind of I don't know target type of a thing online. And um, they obviously have NFTs and all that kind of stuff on as well. But they accept Bitcoin and they're after integrating Polygon now as well for payments. Wow. I do wonder why, like, Bitcoin missed out on, like, buying NFTs. Like, why we can't buy NFTs with Bitcoin? Or it was always the Ethereum blockchain that everyone deferred to. Yeah, so, like, I think there was something on Bitcoin. Um, but I can't remember what it was. And I know I looked for it the last time we spoke about it, and then I kind of got distracted and went and done something else. I'll have a look again. Yeah, so there was something here, um, Quantum, in May 2014, minted during the early stages of blockchain technology. Quantum is most commonly cited as the first NFT ever created. Digital artist Kevin McCoy minted Quantum on the pre-Ethereum Bitcoin offshoot name coin in Auction at Sotheby's and sold for more than one million dollars in June last year. What uh, what blockchain was on again? Bitcoin. Uh, no, name coin. So it was a Bitcoin offshoot. So it's on the Bitcoin network, but obviously just like um, side chain or something. Yeah, exactly. There's loads here, like Pixel Map from 2016. Moon cats from 2017. Send you across this list, it's pretty cool. Yeah, eggs on the name coin uh, blockchain as well in 2014. Any, anything on this list is probably um, one of them where you would be, be doing well to have them like. CryptoPunks obviously is, is number one on the list. It's 2007 names. There's stuff that predates it. Like. Spells of Genesis, March 2015, on the Bitcoin chain. And they're like trading cards. I'll send you across this list and then uh, we'll go and see if we can find any. Trapped. Good to see you, mate. Yeah, 
If you are getting value from this conversation trap, feel free to retweet it and raise awareness of this conversation. We've just been over the headlines, been looking at the V Friends universe. Not really too much going on. I'll just look at a couple of whales that have been picking up. Um I've been looking at the news. So not really too much going on in the NFT world at the moment. I think that's deliberate as well, just as a result of the NFT collapse or the FTX collapse specifically. Um Yeah, I got it, mate. Thanks. Manage names. Curio cards, not for May 2017. I think Gary V's very big into Curio. There's there's a lot of people that are actually into Curio. They feel like they're the OGs. Just say adding on, adding on that list, I think is, you know, it's historical value type of a thing. Mm. Sorry, Toby. So, like, even like the punks. Am I right in saying like punks are rewrapped to be on eat? Is that the way they're done? Great question. Um, I don't know is the answer. So oh, look, bear piece. So what's the native blockchain then? Top NFT, if you're hearing about Bitcoin, name coin NFTs for the first time, never fear, they can be intimidating the first hour. Thanks to new OpenSea cross-chain bridging technology called Emrevolt, they can now be safely traded on OpenSea today. Emrevolt has more than 29,000 trading volume. They're on ETH, all right, but is there something about them, and remember Crypto Strikers was similar, that they had to be rewrapped to be able to be traded on ETH or something like that. So what's their original blockchain then? Namecoin? It's, no, it says ETH. Yeah, but then why would you need to wrap it? If it's on ETH, why would you need to wrap it again? I don't know. <clears throat> like, that's a, like, I know with Crypto Strikers, it was the same. Sorry, not that it was the same, but I remember there was something about it that it's an ETH project, but to be able to trade them, they had to wrap them in some way and that's why they're called wrapped strikers
slips. It's a good question. Uh, is what blockchain is CryptoPunks on? The Ethereum blockchain. But why is it that they can't be traded on OpenSea? Are they just locked to the Larva Labs site? I don't know. Guys, if anybody in the audience knows the answer to this question, feel free to uh, write it in the comments. Illegal battle. Is it? OpenSea once again delists CryptoPunks version 1 as legal battle heat up. I think that's version 1 though, isn't it? The version 1 was like a... Oh, okay. Yeah, version 1 was like a glitch that they had where they initially they didn't put any uh, any metadata or like... I think it's called like JCOG data. So like they released it and there was something wrong with it. And then there was pointing like the, the IPFS data wasn't pointing towards anything. So basically it didn't show any pictures and then like a big trend caught on. So. <clears throat> All right. I don't know. Oh, this website will recognize it and add buttons that allow you to bid buy directly to sell punks. Maybe they just don't honor the OPC marketplace then. Um, right, so... In the smart contract. So version 2 is the, obviously, the same version that's the original, but version 1 surely is before that. So you can still buy version 1s for like 5 ETH. Yeah. Kind of so. Okay, so crypto punks were released and free to claim in 2017, but were not safely tradable. This modern wrapper allows pumps to be traded on current NFT marketplaces. So I'm assuming that Crypto Strikers was the same, that they weren't, uh, wasn't easy to safely trade them, which is why they were locked into a new smart contract to allow them to be traded on NFT marketplaces. Fair enough. I thought you could just add to the smart contract, but then add that utility in, but fair enough. Rockstar Games bans NFTs, crypto from Grandpa Doys. So that's probably off the back of uh, your find the other day, right? Yeah. 
Um, Bookstore Games said that NFTs and cryptocurrency can no longer be used on uh, in online game Grand Theft Auto uh-huh. servers. Some online servers use NFTs and crypto tokens to represent ownership of unique items and exclusive access. Recently launched its own. Popular rapper Little Dirk, Little Dirk Banks, recently launched his own GTA role-playing server with NFT assets called Trenches. On Saturday, Little Dirk only Little Dirk's only the family gaming organization tweeted that it would be t- it would take down the server following contact from the legal counsel of Rockstar's parent company, Take Two Interactive. So, what was the exploit, though, Jay? With regard to this Dirk thing, what was he exploiting? Other modern servers may cross the line in September, so they didn't have permission, basically, to to sell NFTs. Is that right? Or? So, didn't he? He he sold an NFT collection that was basically a pass into a private GTA server. So he was profiting from using their IP by giving people access to a GTA server. I think. Go ahead. Man, there's some slow developments in Web3 right now. So we're lo- I'm looking at uh, the website, um, just of a news article, just the gaming. So, and this is relatively slow at the moment. So like the last gaming update we had before the 22nd of November was the 16th. And then before that, the last one before that was the 8th of November. So uh, it doesn't seem too much moving on the, the Web3 gaming front. Uh... Yeah, like I think we we thought once that GameStop launched that it would absolutely take off and just hasn't seemed to know. Like we're saying it hasn't seemed to, but I think there's probably massive amounts of microtransactions like what there is on Sol. Mm. That, you know, it's maybe not enough to move the needle enough for us to pay attention. Fund investment still dominated by United States database. Government bonds. Free. It's close. Like God's Unchained has done half a million in the last day. What are you looking at the GameStop marketplace? Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at that right there. So like they've done $558,000 in the last 24 hours just on God's Unchained. How did you get those stats up though on the GameStop marketplace? Cause... It's just IMX. So it's not specifically uh, GameStop. Oh, you're in IMX then? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, when you look at the GameStop marketplace, there's just a when you look at even like the top 100, there's just a bunch of projects that I have no idea about at all. And they're not exactly commanding floor prices either, by the way. So if you look there, you'd think so. The GameStop CyberCrew is the is number one at the moment as the highest trade volume. 0.06 Eve. MetaBoy, that's always in the top 20. 0.1. I don't think there's a single. I think that's always going to be the thing with, with games, though. I think they have to be a reasonable. Oh, yeah, that's a great point, man. Yeah. Um, because, like, I know we've spoken about this before. Like, why would I pay $100 to get into like a really low yield game? That maybe isn't the best gameplay, whereas you can go and buy FIFA, yeah. which is a triple A game that you, it's never going to cost you anything else. Mm. Oh, what, 50, 60 pounds? Yeah, good point. Very true. It's just that it must be a completely different market structure than when it comes to the amount of money or liquidity. Well, just the amount of capital available. No, that can't be true because then you'd have more people. You'd have to have more people with those sorts of money, that sort of money, because it's a lower entry point when you. So maybe, maybe it's it's competitive with the the PFP market. I hope that it is. Um, I mean, I wonder what the population, the NFT population, like the PFP population, is like compared to the. Web free gaming population, or you know, when it's when the, both of those are established, how those will compete. Hopefully, they'll be able to compete with each other. Uh, 4.48 million is uh, the market, the sales volume on OpenSea. It's terrible, so nobody's buying, nobody's uh, many people are selling either, or maybe that's just because nobody people are, are buying. <laughs> so Yeah, so we saw this. Dogecoin jumps after Elon's shares uh, glimpse into NFT 2.0. Um, I remember this when they were talking about um, using Doge historically um, as tender for Tesla merchandise. And then I can't remember what else it was for. Billionaire Entrepreneur has confirmed that he intends to integrate payments into what he describes as Twitter 2.0. Fueling the short-lived price surge, so it bumped by twenty percent. his plans. Shares several slides for Twitter. So we no mention of Doge. Yeah. So basically, um, Elon. It's not he leaked. He just published his his deck for what he proposed is going to happen on Twitter. Uh, the recruiting. Uh, they talk about how many new users they've had. They've had a record um, record pump on on just daily onboarding of new users on Twitter. What else is there? Hate speech is lower. Report impersonation spiked and then fell. It's probably about, as a result of the blue. Well, the blue verification tick didn't really work, did it? Um, 
So they're proposing advertising as entertainment. I don't really know what that means. Video, that's definitely something we're really bullish on. Encrypted DMs, long-form tweets, which basically means long-form tweets, <laughs> long, long tweets. Uh, relaunch of Blue Verified. Um, hopefully it should be able to keep the, the bad actors out. And then a payment structure. So I wonder when this is all going to go live. Probably the early part of like the first quarter of next year. Um, I can't remember if Blue Tick required you to KYC yourself. Do we know that? Do we know the answer to that question? Yeah, I think it. I think you have to put because you're going to have to put up a payment thing. So I think you have to do that as part of the agencies. Not hundred percent, but maybe Wild knows. Hmm. The blue oh yeah. Belgium says Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other decentralized coins are not securities. I think we all need to move move to Belgium, basically, immediately. <laughs> yeah, until they decide to change it in six months time the way Portugal did. May I tell you, I had a friend who literally is a really um, wonderfully um, achieved crypto trader and he moved to Portugal, not just for the tax relief uh, position, just uh, some other general reasons, like leisure reasons. And then he moved there and then they changed to 28% tax uh, positioning. So it felt gutted for them. Uh, Belgian financial regulatory body has confirmed its position that Bitcoin, Ether and other cryptocurrencies that are issued solely by computer code do not constitute securities. The explanation came from Belgium's financial services and market authority. In November 22, a draft of which was open for comment in July 22. Clarification comes from the increased demand for answers as to how Belgium's existing financial laws and regulations apply. But it's just this thing of like they can just change their mind at any time. So, Belgium is definitely a financial hub, that's for sure. Um, if there's no issuer and as is as in cases where instruments are created by a computer code and this is not done in execution 
of an agreement between issuer and investor, then in principle, the prospectus regulation da, 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 rules do not apply. We just need them to say that for NFTs and then we'll all be happy. Oh, okay. Market and crypto asset regulation. So this is the same regulation that was applied to uh, everybody in the EU that was set to um, launch a project, an NFT project. You've got to submit your white, I think it's just submit your deliverables to the, the they call it MICA for short. Um, so you can be held accountable if you don't deliver on what you say you're going to deliver to the token holders. It's a good approach, really. It's really forward thinking. <clears throat> I'm actually surprised they took this approach because you think, given their advancements when it comes to regulations around NFTs, that they'd be full steam ahead on securities. Uh, Belgium, Kierkegaard, like, and then the, I think there's this contagion aspect where if, like, if one European country takes a um, a stance on something, usually it follows suit across the rest of Europe. It's currently vying for. Did you see um, ApeCoin Dell um, added in a marketplace? I did see that, but I'm really not interested in it. I don't see why we should be interested in it either. I think the interesting thing is why these uh, like project specifics. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's ApeCoin, but you know, we see like uh, Goblin Town uh, launching marketplaces, and you think, why would you do that? Um, I'm trying to understand the angle there, and even progress different motivations in Africa. the angle is probably instead of giving OpenSea or anybody else any of their platform fees, you're giving it to the to the eight point Dell instead. That's that's probably what it is. Yeah, good point. If you're part of the community and you're you know, you're close to the Dell or whatever, maybe that makes more sense for you than trading on OpenSea and giving them a cut of like two percent of half a million is quite a lot. Yeah, very good point. There just is no platform. Well, there is a platform fee, but they're just paying it to themselves, aren't they? If you sold them for half a million, you're giving OpenSea 10 grand. Yeah. For their 2%. Like, I don't... I don't see how, again, I, I really don't know how this royalty thing is going to conclude. I know that everyone's like, you know, all these marketplaces are honouring them, but I, I really, you know, what's, what's the stop? Just another marketplace pop up and, you know... Um, unless the devs modify the smart contract so that they only honor certain uh, certain marketplaces for their NFT, which they can do, can't they? And they, they can do it for like their previous NFTs also, like their legacy collections or existing collections. But then you just go for... Um, I think you just do like somebody's going to work out some form of trust trade platform, uh, which does in include like a fee or like a membership. I don't know. 
But there is so, like, pseudo stuff already, isn't there? What's that? There is the likes of pseudo swapping stuff already where you know you can put something up, I can put something up, and we both verify that it's what we're trading, and they get like a small percentage or whatever out of the trade. But um, as you say, like you've seen stuff like that being faked before as well, where you put up a board eight, I put up 38, and you click OK because it looks like 38, but it's not. Mm. I, I just don't think the, the, the conversation isn't over or, or whatever it is, the situation isn't concluded by any means. I think next year there's going to be, I don't know, there's just, you know, opportunists waiting to take up, you know, advantage of whatever the situation is within the market. Um, oh, that was it. Let's have a look at uh, Rally Road. I want to find out, one, if they actually minted out. On Rally Road, right? Did they mint out? Nope. Boom. How can you tell so quickly, by the way, Jay? Uh, I've just gone to their collection. I'm just looking for their collection now that they've released the last day. Futurist history, isn't it? I don't know. I'm on a different... Um, yeah, it is the Futurist history, you're right. Only 550 items. What was the token count? Three and a half thousand. Jesus Christ. Have they done their public mint yet? Um, I'm not sure. Bloody hope so. Mint now, buy now. This doesn't look good. Mint with ETH. Public mint is today. What time? Two minutes ago. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm them by now. Let's have a look. Jay, you're great at getting this information, man. Where did you find, like, the mint was, like, two minutes ago? Where, like, how did you... Where did you... <laughs> Where? So, Twitter. So, when you, right, so what I done was I opened up OpenSea yeah. in Rally Road, went to their verified account, went to their collections, the future's history. That showed me how many there is. And when you're on that page of their collection, the future's history, in the top right hand corner, there's like uh, their Ether Scan and yes, the yeah, website, yeah. the Twitter. So, when I opened the Twitter, then like the second tweet had that the mint was today. Public, public mint Monday, Monday twelve thirty. Well, they want point four eight eight per NFT. Jeez. Wow, well, six hundred dollars. Yeah, floor price at point three five though. Yep. Oh my god. So basically, that is clearly people have minted in thinking that it was going to be minted out. Yep. And it hasn't, and now everyone's gotten cold feet and they want to exit. What a disaster. Now, there is only two for sale there, below 0.4. Yeah. Let's have a look at their activity. They have a really good infrastructure, though, from what we saw. Um, 5 e So that's, what, 10, 10 trades? 
maybe yeah but it's on it's on it's through allow list though so you'd be like well i might as well wait see if i can get something on general unless you get something was it 0.48 was the mint yeah yeah Yeah, there's a lot selling under mint isn't there there's only 12 trades there on their sales And they're pre-reveal as well, so you know if they're not going up now, they're definitely not going up afterwards. And um, I suppose yeah. the only thing is, like, with you know the idea of minting and getting a pre-reveal is you could potentially be getting a one of one or one of the rare ones at the bunch or whatever. Yeah, and then you got to gamble that though with like yeah. this. Yeah, it's always that gamble of like, will I get something if I roll the dice? Um, but then again, if it's below mint price, if it's if it's below if the floor is below mint, then you think, well, what, what's the real real rare one's going to go for anyway? But the the project is a good. I remember we looked at it, didn't we? It had a good infrastructure and a good idea. I just don't. I don't understand entirely why some projects do really well and some projects don't do really well. So you'll have like railroad, which is like great infrastructure. Um, just like everything about it is like, man, this, you know, it's got all the, like, it's just got all the organic ingredients to, to have project success. But there was something about it. And I think, fuck, what? I don't know, man. Dan's going to tell us all about Yeah. Good to see you, Dan. So we're just looking at um, Rally Road. So we spoke about this last week, didn't we? We, took, we actually asked a n- number of questions. I actually, I actually wrote them down one second. Which was, will it mint out? Uh, I think it's a bit early to say that. What's the token count, which we already know about? And will the price go up after mint? So, and I think what's happened is, is that people have been looking at the, the, the people who minted in through whitelist or whatever it is, the allow list. They've now gotten cold feet because they feel they're now uh, trying to backtrack because they feel as though... The, the project's not going to perform as they thought. So basically, they thought it was probably going to mint out also and there was going to be a lot of trading activity. And now, as a result of that, it's now dictating the floor price, um, which is below mint price. Uh, have you been tracking this, D? Yeah. Yeah, What's I your have. thoughts on it? Did you mint in or? No. No, I didn't. I always wait for... Fuck, I have these dogs barking. I always went for... Uh, <clears throat> I always wait for volume, you know? Um, it's got to be at least like 50% minted out, you know, project like this for me to start getting interested in stuff. But yeah, you can buy them right now on the floor. It looks like the floor is 0.35 on secondary. Um, yeah, it just didn't have uh, enough volume, you know, at the, at, at the drop. So yeah, people like people are smart people, you know, are waiting. The, I tell you what the interesting thing is though. So we had, uh, we talked about this uh, Clanosaurus, Clanosaurus project last week about people were uh, criticizing this project because they were giving whitelist to DAOs or a specific DAO. I don't know if you remember or not. And then, uh, and then if you look at um, like their floor price is doing incredibly well. So they, let me bring it up. And this is what I don't get. This is really quite frustrating for me because I'm trying my best to understand uh, the way the community works when it comes to aping in and, and stuff like that. 
So, uh, Clannosaurus covered 170,000 in, uh, in trade volume in the first couple of days of trading. It's 10K supply, which is much more than, than Rally Road. And it ranged between 20 and 32 sol. If you look at Clannosaurus now, uh, they're up. Their floor price is up. I think it's a big deal. Like if the um, the projects, <clears throat> I guess, culture is Web three, like and NFTs, like specifically. Um, I just like as you say, like the like Rally Road um, is an existing company. Um, they jumped into NFTs early but only, you know, from a business perspective, not from like, uh, I don't know, they, they, they don't really have like a, a community, a web three community, right? They don't have a discord. They don't have like an active Twitter, you know, they're building it. And so they don't have like those D gems that are. Are you talking about Rally Road? Yeah, I'm talking about Rally Road. Like if, if the, the guys that were like, if the guys from Rally Road if they had minted or had been in early enough, like in Board Ape Yacht Club um, or even V Friends, you know, like in those early days, and they were actually active in the discords and they were a real part like of the like NFT community and, and Twitter community um, that they can kind of build that early action on like believers and NFT DGENs and, and stuff like that. Um, but to kind of like come out from, you know, they don't have a real built community, you know, so to speak, they can't hit the marketing button and get everyone to retweet. Um, and they're relying on, you know, relationships of people that are kind of like in the V friends community, but don't have like that, you know, true influencer power. The thing is though, if you look at that, like the, the, the utility and the provenance of Rally Road is far better than... So I just DM'd you that Clan of Swords um, project, which is a sole project. Go to their website, click on the, the Clan of Swords, and you would think that it's a scam because it literally says nothing on there. The, I mean, it literally just says, coming soon, connect your wallet, right? Which is like... You know, even at least the scam sites do a better job than this, to be honest with you. You know, at least they give you some sort of interaction or some bullshit backstory. Whereas the Clanosaurs, they don't have anything. They have a Discord, which admittedly I haven't even looked in. But if you look at the infrastructure of like, when you go to Rally Road, it's like go to Rally Road, you go there to the website and you can have a look about everything, how it works. You can have a look at the team. I bloody hope so. We can have a look at the team. Where is the team? And this is a... a this clay source this is a soul project right it's a soul project yeah right. minted out uh and has a fierce um trade activity uh, in terms of its volume it's like do you know do you know what the min price was i'm actually trying to find that out yeah because it's probably super cheap so there's a, a better opportunity to like you know two and three and four x on your eth value versus you know they they uh like on Rally Road, they priced their NFT in, ETH, in a USD value at six hundred dollars. So 
you know, that's a lot of ETH, right? Right. 0.5 ETH. So yeah, if you want to make a two X, if you, yeah. you want to make a two X trade, you got to be at one ETH. And yeah, it's just like a flippers, like, you know, web three, maybe they didn't market enough to like their web two community. Whereas the min price was 10 sol, and now the floor price is 20, uh, just under 30 sol. So it's a 3x. Let's go back to see what sol is going for. I'm not the best on Magic Eden. Sol was going for like uh, $13. Yeah. So, yeah. The risk is super low. It is super low. But yeah, yeah, that, um, that's pretty crazy. Uh, I can understand it a bit better now, though, given the risk is just so low. Yeah, I mean, as it gets that low, it gets interesting. Like at 0.35, when it's like 200, 300 bucks, because it's almost like, you know, depending on that one of one physical card, that physical card should, you know, should hold value, you know at around that same price i would think 200 bucks like 300 bucks was that for which which collection rally or yeah the rally uh the rally road so when you mint that uh, the future is what is what is it called um, was it like 600 dollars for a mint on that 600 somebody told me it was 600 jay 600 jay, what? Is, it, is it 600 for a mint on this 600 yeah 600 bucks yeah yeah, man, it's so pricey, given the the market conditions and stuff. Yeah, so when you mint it, you get a claim like the car, the one of one card, of like whatever you you know you mint out. But yeah, like to be able to at least get your money, like original investment money back, you you know, need to sell that card, but you need that physical card like within a few weeks, you know. Hmm. So yeah, kind of just too expensive. There was loads of like there was lots of events with this this project though with Rally Road when it's like so we think let me write this down too expensive. Yeah, and especially too expensive. Like from they they probably don't need this money mint money to to be able to move forward on whatever they want to do. You know, what's Cl- what's the Clanosaurs doing though? Do you, do we know? I mean, they have like zero. They have a zero percent royalty, and I really don't know what um, what the utility is. Yeah, and I think part of the utility of this project, the future is history, the Rally Road. You know, was the museum. Yeah, and it's in New York. So anyone outside of New York is like, you know, I don't know how much value, you know, they didn't really explain like the value if you're outside of New York. Yeah. Like, do you get museum tickets every day that you can sell? Like, that would be cool. But yeah, hard to figure out how you get your money back from the investment. Yeah, so, what's that? Definitely a steep need. Like a half an eat, like even if you take eat, like yeah, what eat is actually valued at the minute for, like it's you know half an eat is a, it's a steep price for a mint. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I'll be watching it during the public sale. 
Kobe style stack. Um, jump on their Twitter. So it's it's currently there's 551, 554 now. Since we've been speaking, I think there's 50 been minted, is it, Jay? Did they start at 500 or 550? I thought it was only 350 that was minted when we looked at it. All right, okay. So 554 at the moment. Yeesh. Yeah, and I think the first 100 were like a dev mint. The only people that are going to be minting now are just to hold until reveal, aren't they? Clearly. But then again, you're like, actually, what's the point? What, what is the point of minting right now? There is no point. So they they must be people that don't know about what's going on in the secondary market. Because you wouldn't, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd literally just buy straight off a of secondary because you've got just as much chance of, of minting something that could be really rare as minting from the site. Unless there's a way to mint claim claim the the pack of cards and then sell it on secondary yeah good point yeah sorry you're right it was about 550 there's only been five minted in the last 15 minutes jesus creative fees are high as well six percent the public mint oh it's to today's the 28th yeah oh 12 30 p.m so 9 30 a.m oh so yeah this is public sale <laughs> shit Public sale started 15 minutes ago. Yeah, when the secondary is lower than the mint, it's kind of like, ah. Can you imagine what the devs are like? They're probably pulling their hair out. They're like, fuck. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> shit, better start looking for a new job. Jesus, yeah, no, to start. Sw- no, that's why I'm saying, like, it with with rally, like, this NFT doesn't have to be successful for rally, they're already like huge, you know, yeah, like, this is just like a part of their like portfolio, so it, you know, they can slow roll it, and and because they priced it in uh, like USD value. They don't have to worry about ETH like running and you know, be completely fucked. <laughs> and they don't have to worry about ETH dumping and being, you know, screwed either because mm. they priced it in uh, fiat. Shame, really. But I mean, it's not yeah. a privately held company, so it's not like, well, yeah, so somebody's like, going to get fired. That's all I know. Yeah. Well, like, let's say, like, on their first, like, drop. They f- they fucking absolutely deliver on all of their holders. You know, their holders make like you know up to three grand a piece or something. Yeah, because of the value. See, the, I think the best thing to do is um, when it comes down to pre-reveal is that this is you would have. Like, I've seen this done before. Somebody has a bot where people have their stuff up for sale and they do not take it off sale. And what you would look for is like a trigger word, like what is it? The um, what did you say? One of them is offered with uh, one of the NFTs. It's like the um, the one of one cards. No, no, no. It's like a, a physical. The fuck, actually, that wouldn't work, would it? So basically, is the 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 artifact the physically backed 
whatever it is, the item, is it does it actually have something in the the metadata? Does it say something that you know, like you will get the uh, constitution of like rights or whatever? Was it called the constitution? Was it called Declaration of uh, Decla- Declaration? Declaration of Independence. So will that say something in the metadata? Like you have this, this NFT is tied to the Declaration of... No, that's not what it is. It's like that, if it's like the, I don't know, George Washington NFT or something, um, that card is tied to like future George Washington relic drops. So it gives you, a, you know, the opportunity to get in on the IPO before it's, you know. Because the only reason why I say about the metadata is, like like I've seen this, is that people, um, they, they, they have a bot and they'll, they'll put like a, a trigger or keyword in and they will say, look for Declaration right. of Independence in the metadata. If so, buy at and not above 5 e or whatever. Yeah. So that the person who has the token uh, up for sale on pre-reveal doesn't have, like they're relatively lazy and so they don't take it off sale uh, through the the reveal process, and so before they get a chance to have a look at their NFT, it's actually already sold because somebody's had a a bot that was just flashing at the marketplace. But I've definitely seen that yeah. within the ecosystem. Cat, how are you, mate? Greetings, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. How's your uh, very short week been so far? It's like a Monday, isn't it? it already feels like a Friday. <laughs> yes, other Mondays, man. Uh... I lost my voice from yelling so much yesterday from all the sales that I made. Is that right? Yeah, bro. I, 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 uh, I can't even begin to tell you how happy I am, bro. Like, uh, this is my my fourth collection. Three or four years of grinding my uh, with other um, projects, and nothing was happening. Is it? Is it your own collection? Yes. Um, we are a strictly no shilling zone. Okay. No worries, brother. I'll listen. All the best to you, bro. We love you very much. All the best for your project. So, yeah, I just don't understand the aspect, though, of like when it comes to. Um, you have like Rally Road, which has clearly got a great infrastructure behind it, clearly got a great website, and you think, well, it's got everything apart from the price, which is or is it not justifiable as a result of what's physically backed behind it? Um, I don't know, man. Mm. Yeah, I think it'll be fine. It's just going to play out. It's not going to sell out. You probably get them cheap until they do something that's that people see about like real value in. Yeah. Did you see a Vayner Sports Pass? Someone came in with a big sweep this morning. Swept thirty. Really? I'm, I'm yeah. not surprised. Yeah, they were below like they are about point one, I think, floor, and the guy just Wow man. Yeah, I do have those in my mind. I was gonna gonna buy some but I've completely forgot to be honest with you. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's always a case that you're like, oh I need to buy some more table lands or some Vayner sports bars or blah 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 blah. Um yeah, they were like what like one twenty on the floor? They're like 0.09, like acceptors. Yeah, we offers are getting accepted for 0.08, and yeah, yeah. Let's see, what's that now? 175. Yeah. Where did you see that then? Who uh, who pointed you towards that? 
Vayner Sports Pass? No, the activity. Like, who who told you about the sweep? Uh, I was just in the discords, and someone, uh, a bunch of people were mentioning it. In the holders, uh, well, it was in both chats. I clicked on it. I clicked on dude's wallet. The guy's a fucking whale. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no joke. This man needs fucking more ledgers. He has too many fucking assets in this fucking in really? this one wallet. Oh yeah, crazy moonbird. Like, what's that? Seven moonbirds, ten moonbirds. It's probably AJ's brother. Do you know what I mean? Do you know when she gets down, you're like, he probably calls up Gary, goes like, Gary, can you you just sweep the floor for a sec? I'll give you, I'll pay you back, I promise. Here we go. Yeah, click on the wallet. It's three gift goats, like a a dozen uh, or 15 moonbirds. What's the the account? What does it end in? A dozen me bits. (laughs) Uh, Um... What's the, what does it end in? I'm looking at the sales activity. I'll just scroll down. You, you'll be able to see them. They're all at. You know, oh, is it Rhett Weaver and, by any chance? Clive Alderman ending in A9393C. Where is it? Yeah, I think I've seen it. Bunch of mutants. <laughs> A bunch of mutants. Do you he's connecting up to the Macy's website to a vote? <laughs> 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 Negative. Oh, right, okay. I was about to go. This guy called Clive is definitely not a real person. He's actually on Twitter. That's an immediate follow for this. Yeah, same. Boom. Call me Clive if you're listening. Dope. Wow, he's a killer wallet. Fair play to him. And he's never been in. He's never been in Vayner Sports Bass before. Now he's the number three holder. Wow. Yeah, number three. He's got a trippy basey man. So trippy baseys are like one of the rarest skins to have on the basey. He's got some on ones as well, which is the one that Logan Paul bought. And it's worth about he paid like I think he paid like 110 was it someone knows the figure he paid like $110,000 for it it's now worth about $60 he's got a bunch of those I think I've seen this wallet before wow he's got loads of VSP passes he's got the Jade Green Moonbird fucking crazy What's that, 3648? Yeah, I saw that. Jeez. Killer, man. Yeah, so, I mean... Oh, yeah. Something to look at. If it if it dip, if it pulls back a little bit, it could be another good play. Floor kind of thin. Did he mint directly into that wallet? Oh, he must have, uh, he must have used a burner wallet and then... Yeah, it, well, it says he uses X2, Y2 only. Oh, wait. That's for trades. How do you know that? How, how can you tell that on OpenSea that he used X2, Y2? Um, well, on his profile, it says he only uses... He had like a, something in his bio about it. Man, that's a lot of faith to have. 
No, but yeah, they were emitted straight to the, or they were swept straight to that wallet. That's what I'm saying. Just to have that many assets in one wallet is oof, fucking. I, I just would never use a. I'd never use a vault to to buy in. So he must have used. Uh... He used Blur anyway to buy that to do that floor sweep because it has Blur swap when you go into the activity on them. And everyone's just looking at it like it was five hours ago. No, everyone's just like, fuck. Yeah, man. Clive, let's I be was, friends. I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, it's so true. I was thinking about doing it last week, but and I was like, yeah. maybe, maybe it'll go lower than $110. On, on, the, Vahala, on Vahala Day, my homie was like, dude, should I sell these Vahalas and sweep VSP? I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's have a look next at Rainy Road one more time. Yeah, next time. Hopefully the price will go a bit down again. And then hopefully Clive won't be buying again. He needs he to take bought, a break. He bought all those Mebits this morning too. Oh, well. Yeah, I was thinking about like the dogs, like the Board Ape dogs, the Kennel Club dogs, like a few months ago. I didn't have the ETHs to make the play. Where is he transferring the Board Apes to? Transferred two Board Apes in the last day as well. Damn, Clive. Throwing in all the collection offers. Yeah, it looks like you just... Check yeah, these offers out. Look, look, if you thought the collection was good, listen to these offers. Look at his last couple of hours of action. Shoot, other deed. Yeah, yeah, that's deed. what I'm talking about. So Please. anything, a blue beam, so he just did a collection offer, blue beams, he'll pay $220,000 for any NFT with a blue beam. He'll pay two hundred twenty dollars for any trippy uh, NFT, which is one of the rarest uh, furs. He'll yeah. pay hundred dollars for $120,000 for laser eyes. For a black suit, he'll pay just under one fifty. dollars uh, And then he's made specific offers. Killer. Where'd you see that? Uh, you Go to that? his activity log in the yeah. OpenSea wallet and then scroll down. It's like usually the first 10. It's the first 10 you can see in. Oh, or it says collection offer? It'll... Yeah. It can expand it. So, what's going on with Rally Road? Yeah, I don't... Uh, <sighs> I don't get it, man. I don't, well, I can understand. I'm trying to think if I was in this position, I thought, well, if I had $600 to spend, would I spend it on Rally Road? I think I probably would. I, I feel like Rally Road have um, been around for quite a while. So look at their investors. Yeah, I, I feel like the, the projects like Rally Road are the projects that should win, but um, obviously they're not winning. Well, I think it's because they already won. Rally. Um, as like an IRL-like business. Yeah, yeah. True. 
this is just now a part of their portfolio of them getting their feet wet in NFTs, but they've already been doing it because they're, they're selling fractionalized NFTs, you know, and the yep. biggest one, huge ones. I have a, I have one of the punks. <laughs> I bought some shares of a punk and uh, like a board eight collection with like laser eyes and came with like land. <laughs> Let me just double check. Okay. We can go for like another 30 minutes and I've got to jump on a call. But uh, Jay, you alright to stick around for 30 or uh, what do you want to do? Wrap up, Ali? So he's got he's got over two hundred grand in ape coin sitting in that pond. Feel like we're just stalking poor Clive now. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty million boards, ten maybe. <laughs> oh, he's getting good. He's getting good deals on all of these, though. That's one thing for sure. You know, I'm not saying we're at the bottom, but. You know, I wonder what he paid for that emerald moonbird. He paid, man, these have been some real recent transactions. This guy knows what he's doing as well. It's like five days ago, 43. Yeah, 43. <laughs> so let's go back seven months. Let's wind the clock back. So it was sold for 135 ETH seven months ago. <laughs> Check this out. Killer. For $400,000. <laughs> By someone named Cry. <laughs> and then Cry sold it for 43 ETH five days ago for $50,000. What? You idiot, man. I would have held him for dear life. Okay, let's click on Cry now. What the fuck? Oh, he's got a punk deep into ENS. Uh, he just has ENS in his wallet. In his wallet. He's got some good ENSs, though. <laughs> Gaylord.eve. <laughs> he, he must be, in order to take a $350,000 loss, he must be way over leveraged. Like, that is seat of your pants shit, I swear to God. Yeah. You have to be over leveraged to take that sort of loss, man. Jesus Christ. He sold another one on the same day for 35 ETH, another moonbird. What's that cry? And then, and then yeah, cry and then another moonbird for 25 ETH on the same day. Oh, yeah, he sold it. Way over leveraged then, isn't he? Clearly. Damn. And these are ETH. They're not four hundred thousand dollars man on a on a series two. Who does that? <laughs> That's mad. That's like paying two hundred thousand dollars four hundred thousand dollars for a mutant ape yacht club. Yeah, this is just weird, weird wallet. Cry. <laughs> wow. <sighs> yeah, unless he's unless he's Clive. <laughs> yeah, tax loss obviously. <laughs> yeah, it's true, man. Maybe maybe he's maybe he's really? maybe he's uh, maybe he's actually uh, tax loss harvesting. Good. 
That is mad. You ever do research on rare Pepe's? No. That you're you're aware of them? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. What are they like? I've done like I've probably done like at least like ten hours of research like on the rare Pepe's. Have you bought in? No. No, I haven't. Um it's a uh, here, let me I think the other thing is, if there's any other decent announcements across Venus Sports Pass, then we need to track uh, Clive's wallet a bit closer because clearly Clive is in the know. Um... Yeah, to do research, there's a, a website called Rare, the Rare Paper uh, Directory. I DM'd it to you. All right, yeah, there's like, there's like 36 different series. Is. Series, <laughs> thirty-six different series, um, uh, and then when you hover your mouse over all the, it'll show how many were issued of each Pepe. So some of them there's you know under a hundred issued, and some of them are like ten thousand issued. Oh yeah, um, and then you look them up on uh, the emblem bolt on uh, OpenSea, and that's where you can buy them. They're wrapped. The rare Pepe's on Bitcoin were the forced ones, so that they were on that list um, that I sent you earlier, Mosh. Oh, I see. You're number two yep. on that list. That's actually on the OpenSea. It's really difficult to look it up. Just like it super lags. Um, I'm trying to search them, but if you ever want to do it, I'll shoot you over the link to Emblem Bolt too. Yeah, send me that link, please. I want to have a look at them. Yeah, the two that I was like kind of considering buying yesterday, they're, they're actually pretty cheap. I think they're both uh, Pepe collections of a thousand. Uh, there's one called Pepe Smalls, which is like a Biggie Smalls like looking Pepe. I think it's like 0.05 or something. And then there's one called uh, RBG Pepe. It just goes from you know, red, blue, green. I think that one was cheap too. But yeah, some of like the ones around a hundred, uh, like you can get in for around an ETH or something. I just like to look look at the ones that I like and see if they ever pop up. But the action on them is super slow. They're not a, like a flip. Yeah, you can't flip Pepe's really, or it'd be a long like swing, wait to a bull bull run type stuff. Mintable collection. Uh, this doesn't have any utility to it. It's just the artwork, isn't it? Yeah, it's just art. Um, I think these are the safest bets, man, at the moment when it comes to like having nothing required to deliver in terms of like sustaining a price. Yeah, and it's a BTC. It's a Bitcoin NFT. Is that? In, yeah, that's how they're able to wrap it and put it on that uh, in ETH and put it on the emblem vault. <clears throat> Oh yeah, Matt Kalish, if you look at, if you go from high to low, 
you can have a look at one of the blockheads that Matt Kalish owns. He's currently got it up for four hundred ninety thousand, just under five hundred thousand dollars. Eleven months ago, he paid hundred eleven e for it, which was ish. $360,000. Yeah, Kalish has some deep pockets. Yeah, man. Big time, eh? Do you listen to his podcast with Gary? Uh, uh, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I listened to it today, actually. Yeah. Um, It feels it feels like uh, there's a lot of feels like there's a lot of interest around like these whales buying NFTs like right now. Mm, yeah, they like this price or something like you know. Just looking at World of Women, like ugh, probably one of my worst plays. <laughs> They watched it run all the way up into the you know, mid-teens of ETH. Just held on to it. Oh, what did you have exposure to that? Did you hold in that? Yeah, I have. I hold two. Uh, World of Women. Uh, I got them into like when, when Gary, you know, <laughs> uh, had mentioned it early, you know, right after the World of Women Mint, I, I bought a couple of them. But I never, I never sold them. They were already at half an ETH when you announced that, wasn't it? I remember? Oh no, I bu- I bought them. I bought one on secondary for point oh eight, and I bought one for point point one zero. What did they run up to? <laughs> Quite high, didn't they? Bro, thirteen, fourteen, ETH, mm. fifteen, yeah, twenty ETH. Oh, I'm gonna... Don't fucking throw it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Did uh, Logan Paul buy it? again? Logan Paul, uh, our main guy, he's our <laughs> NFT advisor. <laughs> he bought one for like three hundred thousand dollars again, didn't he? Yeah, one of the goddesses. Kind of makes I me feel it. better, you know, when I when I go to bed at night, when I just need to look at his wallet. So the average price was 17.98 ETH over 13 sales in February. You, did you watch the like the video with Gary, Mr. Beast, and Logan Paul when, when they talked about uh, – it was like Mr. Beast and Logan Paul were telling uh, – we're talking about how Gary called them and yeah. a bunch of other like people and just like, buy CryptoPunks, you know, and they all did. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, so that was like – 
Logan Paul's first like exposure kind of to NFTs and, and then he tried to do it himself, you know, at the top. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at his wallet, you think, mm, yeah, he's probably has some guidance here. <laughs> like they're kind of like plasma bears. This is a, there's a hoodie crypto pung. You kind of think, ah, oh, this crypto strike is, I, I kind of feel like, uh, no, Gary only wins were, I'm sure yeah. his only wins were like world of women and uh, crypto punks. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder. I don't think he minted into to three ETH. I can't remember what's the really rare one of of World of Women, but <clears throat> it's called the Night Goddess. That's it, Night Goddess. Is he still holding Heck. that? Which one is that one? I know Kalish bought one a few weeks. Kalish bought one a few weeks ago. He had mentioned on props and drops. Yeah, it's there in Kalish's wallet. There's only 85 of them. Oh, the floor is 15. That's pretty cheap. Dude, that's pretty, that's pretty cheap. You buy that one for 15 and the floor is 30. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Yeah, Logan Paul still has one in his wallet. Yeah, uh, World of Women, they're supposed to have like a community. Like, yeah, they're supposed to have like a... Um, World of Women, they're supposed to have like a community like call today i don't know if it's in discord or on twitter but yeah they're they're supposed to be like addressing some uh, community you know concerns you know about the project or whatever so logan paul sold a night goddess for seven hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars, which at the time was 200 ETH. he made five hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars profit and that was january 5th of this year Wow, good for him. Wonder where that night. They bought the hard pick. Hmm. Wonder where that night goddess is now, though. He's also gifted one of them to his manager as well. Really? How much was the sale? 200 ETH. Uh, okay, so here it is, 6025. Um, hold on. Wow, wow 6025, owned by the Sandbox game. So the Sandbox bottom, botter. Oh, right, okay. It's not been sold on then. Mm-mm. I wonder what the offers, what the offers are on it. 7 ETH. Or seven damn. weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn. Someone was hoping a hacker gets that wallet. <laughs> yeah. That's, fucking, that's dirty. Man, we all should have sold out in January. I swear to God. I keep saying this. We all should have sold out last year or sold out in January. That's what I'm saying now. We'd all be millionaires, eh? <laughs> Dude, I even remember when I was thinking, I was like, fuck, I can sell. I should have. I was like, oh, oh. I hit up Gary in Discord and he responded to me. I said, hey, Gary, should I uh, sell my two World of Women and buy more V friends? He was like, not financial advice, but I would. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fuck. And then I just held on to the World of Women because I was like, yeah, I'm diversified, you know?
but yeah, when when they dropped their second collection, it kind of just like, oh, it kind of killed like the momentum of, of that project. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. And then when the Galaxy World of Women Galaxy dropped, they were trading it like at two ETH. <laughs> you know, now you can get a World of Women <laughs> OG for two ETH. Yeah. What's the, uh, I wonder what the Galaxies are trading for. They're quite reasonably priced, aren't they? Yeah, I, I, I had, I sold two last week <laughs> for 0.17 each. Wow. We, because I needed some mint money for Valhalla. I, I made it work, but. Fair place you. Yeah, I could have took four ETH at the t- off the table. Instead, I took like, you know, 0.32. <laughs> yeah, so 0.26. So. $300. It's hard to differentiate between the two collections apart from really the background. Um, yeah, so I don't have exposure to the Galaxy collection anymore. I think it's bad for everyone's health to look back at these prices that they sold for. <laughs> like, I, I mean, if I would have took if man. I would have took everything off the table with world of world of women at the top with the galaxy drop, it, it's it's been like you know a gift goat, <laughs> man. <laughs> a gift goat, and you know my mortgage paid for exactly. <laughs> Fucking groceries. I, just think, I look at these prices. I'm like, fuck, man, this web free shit is completely fucked. So we got like, like people, people are talking about like how uh, web free is going to recover in two, three years. And I'm like, I don't know if we can wait that long. I don't think we got that sort of patience. We haven't got that sort of panda patience in us. We need something else. Seven hundred sixty-five thousand dollars on a on a. Um, I don't know, whatever it's called, World of Women. I can't remember what they're called. No, Goddess. <sighs> wow. I'm looking at fucking Crypto Fix. They were up to 2 ETH. They're now 0.14. And then Boss Beauties were up to 3 ETH. And they're down to 0. 0.2. That that does make me wonder that you know one of the reasons why V Friend Series Two never really got off the ground, and I wonder if it's actually just because of the bear market rather than the value prop that they are yet to deploy across it. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was the bear. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. Then you're like, oh, because we're all talking about these collections that actually got to somewhere and then they're now down. Whereas VF2, they they didn't get they didn't get anywhere. They got to pre-reveal and then they went down. So I um, I'm trying to. I think we attributed it. I don't think we attributed it to the bear market. I think it was to the the token size, the token collection size. At the time, like defense was like the floor was like the upper teens, you know. Yeah. And so, when you compare it to a, a second collection to like Board Ape Yacht Club, it was in the same conversation as one of the high end group. Yeah, so, definitely. Like two, like two ETH floor is like what everyone was thinking, but yeah, the, it it had already it was already in the bear market, kind of like losing all support. 
know, Mate, when I thought up. I thought V Friends was going to topple Basie easily. Like, who are these four nobodies who nobody's they haven't even doxxed themselves? And then you've got like this project dev who's got clear provenance, clear web two performance. He's got financial streams of income that doesn't even aren't in, uh, don't aren't impacted by web three performance. It's like it's a great you know um, it's a great combination. And then of course the bear market came and there was no value proposition or, or a very, uh, you know, certain degree, a, a lack of value proper context at the very least to the, the V friends collection. And then just like Basie's just like continues to just, uh, soar, which is to be honest, like we need a collection to soar. Cause if like, I feel like if Basie's like, if they fall, then, uh, you know, the rest of the NFT market falls. So we need a almost like a, a north star in the uh, in the web free landscape. <sighs> Jay, take over for a sec, please. Yeah, hello. That's right now. What you're looking at at the minute, Dan. What up? Right now, so you're looking at, at the minute. I just rally rolled, just keeping an eye on it. Uh, I was looking at the soccer match. What are we looking at here? I don't know. Like someone, someone told me to look at uh, treasure and uh, magic. Do you know anything about treasure and magic? I'm starting to learn. No, no, or yeah, no, nothing. Yeah, super. A lot of I, I, I heard a lot of people like looking to like convert ETH to magic, um, like the coin. So yeah, I'm just like diving down the rabbit hole. And I looked up some YouTube videos, and um, it's connected to this like uh like kind of gaming NFT project called Treasure that kind of like launch like nft projects within it so they're like treasure is compared like to nintendo and then like their most famous game under this like ecosystem is the small what is it called small smol yeah yeah small brains definitely heard it all is all right yeah, that's kind of like an older project. I remember Gary talking about it for a while, like a while ago, but I, I didn't really start to look at it until like last night. Um, I'm probably not going to do anything with it, just learning on how it kind of works and shit. Yeah. Did you ever get into Wolf Game? No. No, I haven't. I wanted to. I think I've, I've had a like some exposure to, to Wolf. Yeah. But I've never played. Yeah. Are you? No, same as um, went in for the the staking part of the wool um, for Alpha game, all right. Um, but like that was, that was ridiculous money at the time. Like there was twenty thousand wool you had to stake. And I think back in February that was like I think it was about four k to get in, yeah. and yeah. like it's worth nothing near that now. <clears throat> yeah, same, same as everything else. But yeah, but I do watch the coin just because like there's some like weird pumps that happen with it and stuff. Yeah, and that's like that that pump that happened about a month ago. Like, had you managed to sell out when it was a uh, over a dollar? Like that four k was worth over twenty k. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're just setting. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw that. I I was like, holy shit! 
like you would have to have your sale prices, you know, yeah. kind of locked in. Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, shit. Thanks for inviting. <laughs> yeah, it's back way down again now. It's down to two cents. Oh, wow. Interesting. I think uh, I think if you spend your days watching these charts, you will drive yourself absolutely demented. <laughs> yeah, before NFTs, I was kind of like trading like on four-hour charts and stuff. Did you guys go to Miami? No, no. Too um, too expensive this time of year, I think, to be making that kind of a trip for me anyway. Yeah. Are you going down now? No, I'm not going. <clears throat> yeah, I don't have a budget right now to go out there. I'll wait. Uh, I'll wait for NFT LA and tell you all to come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the move. Did you vote on the Macy's thing? Nah, I didn't. Did I? I didn't. I didn't connect my wallet. I think I connected. I I voted without connecting my wallet. Yeah. So we were talking about it earlier and like we were both saying, you know, you're not going to connect your wallet with your V friends in it. So, you know, who would do that? And it's like, well, hang on. Did Gary connect any of the vault wallets, do you think? <laughs> and if not, I mean, if he did, it, it, he should be doing it. Or he has like uh, rips doing it for him or <laughs> telling Corso to do it. Imagine, imagine clicking the wrong link with one of them wallets. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. That's so, I hate, that's so, that's such a bummer. There's just so much of it going around though, isn't there? Yeah. Like when we had to, like for the VCon last year, you had to move your VCon ticket to a Coinbase wallet. So I like move it out of my ledger to this Coinbase wallet. And then I accidentally like sent it to my, uh, the wrong wallet address. I sent it to my, my Coinbase ETH address instead. So I burned it. But like even before, like I I tried to move it, I was like, God, this like makes me sick. <laughs> yeah. And then when it happened, I was like, Yep, that's why. <laughs> I blew it. There's no way of getting it back from that that Coinbase address that you sent it to. No, no, I hit a Coinbase like no, like you can't like uh, from that ETH address like where you buy it, you know, it doesn't recognize NFTs. So if we ever add that function to, you know, those wallets, you'd be able to, you know. Uh, view it possibly send it somewhere yeah because i know look I, i've done it previously where you know all right for us it's, it's easier to use coinbase when you're buying ETH and sending it across your metamask but i've used binance in the past but when you're doing a transfer on binance of ETH, it asks you what chain to do it on like so it gives you like three or four different options and three or four different drop down menus and whatever i did one of the days that i was doing it i clicked the wrong one and i sent the ETH to my MetaMask, but it was coming in on Binance chain, Binance chain rather yeah. than on ETH. So like, yeah. I was like, oh, I, 
I'm going to have to transfer Hills in Europe and it's gone. And uh, yeah. I, managed, I managed to get it back after about six hours of homework, but I only got about 80% of it back. But I was like, oh, I don't care, 80% better than nothing. Dang, lesson learned, yeah. Those are hard lessons. Yeah. Anyone hear me? Yeah, got it. Right. Um, what have we got today? We have loud punks on Wednesday. Whoop, whoop. Uh, they are part of the Mink Mink list. We've seen some great projects from this list. Um, So we're excited to have those guys on. We actually thought they were last week, but we got confused. Um, so yeah, guys, thanks so much for coming. We will see you on Wednesday. Take care.